Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, Black and White Network, we got a little two-for-one situation in this video, but we're going we're gonna to talk about Lurch himself. That's right. John Fetterman is the topic of this video, but don't worry. We're going to have a little uh, creative assist from one Brandon Johnson, the mayor of Chicago. I mean, both of these articles touch on the border. We've got John Fetterman, who for some odd reason seems to be more common sense coherent? Question mark after a stroke? I mean, what's going on here? I mean, I would say blind squirrel finds a nut syndrome, but we're talking about two or three, four topics here where he has blatantly broken away from the radical progressive left. Now he's just left, I guess. But he's talking about he wants the border issue solved. He, he, he doesn't want to side with Palestine like Rashida Tlaib and, and, and all the other radicals of the progressive Democratic Party. I, I mean, what's going on? I, I, he's come right out and saying, I'm not a progressive. He's literally saying that now. And he's pissing off some of the people that financially supported him in doing so. Now, I should just come right out and say, I wouldn't trust this guy as far as I could throw him. And he weighs about 320, and he's probably about six foot five. So I doubt I could throw the big some bitch much of anywhere. So that tells you I don't have a lot of trust in him. But nonetheless, I found this interesting because when you start pissing off parts of your own Democratic Party, I start taking notice. Uh, that's interesting to me. Uh, peeing in your own pool or dropping a nice fat baby Ruth in the pool floating along while you're having a party. And that's kind of that's kind of wild. That's kind of wild. You're peeing in your own pool. Senator John Fetterman, Democrat, Pennsylvania, the Gateway Pundit, stunned supporters on the left with a pronouncement he made in an interview with NBC News published Friday that said, quote, I'm not a progressive. <laughs> Since being treated apparently successfully, that's pretty good, for clinical depression earlier this year following the last year's debilitating stroke, Fetterman has emerged as an articulate moderate Democrat on issues like securing the border, is he going to be Joe Manchin's running mate? <laughs> uh, 
supporting Israel in a war with Hamas and calling on corrupt Democrat Senator Bob Mendez to resign. This is wild. Quote, I'm not a progressive, Fetterman told NBC News. I'm just a Democrat that is very committed to to choice and other things. But with Israel, I'm going to be on the right side of that. And immigration is something near and dear to me, and I think we have to effectively address it as well. Fetterman insisted he can be pro-immigration while also favoring policies to restrict the flow of migration to manageable levels. Oh, Brandon Johnson's going to hate your guts. My goodness. Disagreeing with progressives who oppose new limits on asylum and bash some of the ideas in the negotiations as cruel. Quote, it's a reasonable conversation until somebody can say there's an explanation on what we can do when 270,000 people are being encountered on the border, not including the ones, of course, that we don't know about, he said. To put that in reference, that's essentially the size of Pittsburgh, the second largest city in Pennsylvania. Wow, medical treatments did this guy a little good here. The senator added that while it's, quote, not ideal to have this conversation about asylum and parole policy in connection with an aid aid package for Israel and Ukraine, it's still one we should have, given that Republicans have made it an essential condition to the advancement of the supplemental bill. Progressives better do that because we can't leave Israel. We can't sell them out. Now, he does, uh, he does shield the Ukraine here, and I don't want to see them get another red cent. And we have to deliver on this. I would very much like to get a deal to deliver this critical aid. Interesting. <laughs> and, and this is the reaction he got out of this. John Fetterman breaks with the left, fiercely supporting Israel, endorsing talks for tougher immigration laws. Quote, I'm not a progressive. Listen to this guy. Oh, man, some people that got behind him are pissed. Funny, he was a progressive when he was asking me for my effing money. Uh Uh-oh, that's funny. Senator Fetterman throws his wife under the bus, 2023. Immigration makes America, America. Yeah, that's interesting. Tell as old as time, this is actually how Fetterman's story ends. That's, that's, That's pretty wild. With Senator Manchin gone, Senator Fetterman is vying for the rotating villain spot. That's telling you right there. Now that Manchin's left the party, they got to find another Democrat that, that, well, Democrats want to hate. There you go. Who would have thought it would be Senator Fetterman of all people? Fetterman losing all his supporters because he can't keep his mouth shut. That's pretty wild. Reaction by some on the right has won a pleasant surprise. In the last month or so, John Fetterman has been right on Israel, right on not selling farmland to China. I forgot about that. He come out voicing his opinion strongly against the idea of selling land to China, farmland. Right on expelling Mendez and right on the border. I'm just amazed. We're all amazed. We're all amazed that you actually can move forward in your brainwaves after a stroke. I did not know that was mentally possible. I didn't know it was mentally possible or medically possible. So, somebody that he's doomed to upset, 
It's Brandon Johnson. That's right. Brandon Johnson. My goodness. Our old friend on this channel, Brandon Johnson, who refuses to give his city the right to vote on their city that they live in, the sanctuary status. No, we're not voting on it. Now, guys, keep in mind, a lot of the people that supported this guy, I mean, they're, they're, a lot of them are out on him. They're done with him because he continues to flood these migrants in and he wants to put them up. He wants to ensure their safety when he cannot ensure safety of the people that live in Chicago already. I mean, their resources in that city are stretched thin. And part of it is his fault. The other part is Lori Lightfoot and then whatever Democrat came before her. This is wild. We've got, we've got black residents up there talking about voting for Trump now. What does that tell you? What does that tell you? That's how fed up these people are. And I don't blame them. It's kind of a wake-up call. I said the moment they chase citizens and their, the, the kids out of their, their football facilities and all of that so they could throw some migrants in there, that woke everybody up. Wait a minute. That's such a big part of the black community, the urban football scene. They get together. Everybody comes together. It's, it's the one time that, well, most of the time it tends to be peaceful and they play football, have a good time. It's very organized. There's coaches, and they ran them out. Brandon Johnson just ran them out of there. Putting migrants across the street from very expensive, like, apartment complexes. Putting migrants in, in airports, police stations. All the while continuing to have to duck and weave all the bullets flying at your head. Chicago residents will not have an opportunity to vote on the city's sanctuary status after Democratic Mayor Brandon Johnson and the city council decided to block an advisory referendum on Thursday, the Chicago Sun-Times reported. For months, voters and lawmakers have been locked in on a heated debate over the city's budget, particularly regarding migrant services. Anthony Bill Alderman of the 9th Ward previously proposed adding a referendum to the March primary ballot that, if passed, would allow residents to weigh in on Chicago's sanctuary status, Blaze New previously reported. Voters would have been asked, quote, should the city of Chicago limit its designation as sanctuary city by placing spending limits on public funding? And that was the thing. Millions upon millions of dollars was going to go to migrants instead of the actual community. And these, these residents are pissed about it. They should be. I mean, it's kind of odd that, you know, the rampant violence going on in the community is not the thing that woke these people up, but it was the migrants. But, okay, I guess something had to wake these folks up. In November, hundreds of frustrated residents shut down a city council meeting. To discuss the issue, protesters lamented some lawmakers' efforts to block the referendum in an attempt to prevent residents from providing feedback. I mean, they're trying to squash the voices of these residents now. Like, we're not even going to give you a forum to be able to talk. Bill estimated that the city is spending roughly $40 million per month maintaining its sanctuary status, providing services to the influx of migrants. By the way, he's still uh, 
I think he just passed that uh, people in law enforcement policy safety something up there. I don't know the exact terminology for it, but it's basically getting citizens, putting citizens in harm's way because he doesn't want to fund the police. He wants to reimagine it. Means defund, folks. We're not putting an extra 40 mil into the police force. We're not doing that. In fact, from what I could see, I couldn't tell that he was just doing anything astonishing as far as the budget goes for the police. It's ridiculous. Wants to blame every everything that goes on in Chicago on anything but crime. Remember, don't call them mobsters. Don't call them thugs. My goodness, they're just kids blowing off some steam. During the November meeting, 35th Ward Alderman Carlos Ramirez Rosa, Johnson's former floor leader, was accused of physically blocking an alderwoman from entering the chamber. That's right, he had to resign. As a result, he stepped down from his position as council floor leader and zoning committee chair. Following the meeting, Alderman Raymond Lopez noted that he had, quote, never seen such a concerted effort to ignore the will of the people. Less than an hour into the city council meeting on Thursday, Johnson and his allies should be noted, very pro-Palestinian Hamas allies, initiated a parliamentary maneuver to prevent the referendum from being added to the 2024 ballot. Bill Bill's bid was rejected in a 31 to 16 vote. Quote, it is a shame that you all are scared. What are you scared of to let the people have a voice? Question mark. What are you scared of? The truth, Bill said, blasting his colleagues for blocking the referendum. Are we afraid that the people are going to tell us we are spending money frivolously? Are we afraid that people are going to tell us that we are headed in the wrong direction? I'm all for taking care of people. I am sympathetic as well, he continued. However, I'm more sympathetic for the people in my community who have been paying taxes their entire life. Can't get a furnace, can't get a roof, can't get a hot water heater, can't get a back porch, and my seniors are still starving for resources. Let me ask you a question. And how many homeless people are there up there? And you're making sure these migrants have shelter and food? I mean, it's appalling. That is, I mean, there's no excuse for it. None. You're blatantly turning your back on your own citizens. And I hope, I hope that these people remember this when they get to the voting booth. Vote red in Chicago. Bill accused fellow lawmakers who voted against the bid of, quote, turning your backs on the people who are paying taxes in this city. He is absolutely 100% correct. Absolutely. Brandon Johnson and his wild bunch of progressives just told you, if you live in Chicago, if you pay taxes, we don't give a shit about you. We care more about these people coming across the border. Not to mention all the fentanyl. How about the fact that so many people coming over are military-aged men? Well, we're not talking about Mexicans from Mexico here. I mean, have you looked and seen all the countries these folks are from? Shit. 
they're coming over here. They're going to end up voting for leftists, which is probably one of the reasons they Biden and everybody else is turning a blind eye. And Biden's want to actually talk about doing something now. Too late, homie. 2024 is almost here. I mean, it is almost here. And your shit show is smelling up the United States. Wow. That's bad when you got people in your own party like John John Fetterman is saying we need stricter border policies. Wow. Lurch. Lurch with a little sense going on. I, I, I Say it isn't so. That's shocking. That's crazy. Wow. Tell me what you think. Peace them out. Till next time. 